Welcome to the Distro One Micro Show, Episode 8, Swerve Gear. Welcome to the Distro One Micro Show, Episode 8. Episode 8, the show that discusses random topics from across popular culture, geekdom, and what have you. This is the Distro One Micro Show, and getting right into it, this is the Micro Show Edition. And Justin, what are we talking about today? Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan, an anime series. Where did, and uh, actually, you uh, got me on onto this. Uh, where did you uh, find this? We found it on uh, Crunchyroll, actually. Uh, it is a site that aggregates a bunch of anime series, and they are fully licensed, so you're not uh, breaking any laws. Um, you can subscribe to this service, or you can stay two weeks behind uh, on your favorite episodes and just watch what you can. Some of them you have to be a, uh, a subscriber in order to watch them all. It's a very similar uh, format to like Hulu and some of the others these days. But I think this one's a little bit better. You have a little bit more access with the free account than you do with uh, a lot of the other ones. Um, anyways, let's get right to the show. Let's attack on Titan. Um, what drew me into it is the the cross genre that it was kind of going for, where it's uh, kind of set in the past, but some of the technology is a little bit more advanced. Yeah, kind of like the uh, what do they call it? The uh, swerve gear. Swerve. Well, yeah. Well, or the, maneuver gear. Maneuver gear. Yeah. Well, essentially, the the general concept of the series is there's this big city, almost like a city state. With these multiple walls that, that I guess these, the human race has been has been battling this race of titans or giants that we don't know where they came from. Yeah, no one knows where they came from. No one understands them because uh, the technology is. I mean, it's it's very close to end of Civil War, World War technology. Right. Um, and it's a really dark setting where. Humanity's been pushed to the brink of extinction by these titans. Right. They're, they're fighting back against them. They seem to be just mindless killing machines. They, they, they eat humans, but they can't digest them. So there's, uh, it's a very strange um, dynamic, whereas no one knows why they exist or why they're attacking humanity. Yeah, and it's, they're essentially these, these giant humans that, uh, you know, it's just as uh, you, know, you said, they don't need to drink or eat. They don't have, I mean, they're fully naked, so they don't have genitalia. They got no junk. Yeah, no junk. And uh, so we don't know how they reproduce or how they sustain themselves. And they're almost as if they have like this cellular regeneration. So if you shoot them or drop a boulder on them, or something, they just regenerate and just keep coming at you. And so that was one of the things that was very difficult in the uh, as they show some of the flashbacks. Uh, in the beginning of the war against these creatures, they would shoot them with cannons, and they would get right back up and keep coming at them. And they didn't know how to stop them. Right. Um, eventually, they did find a way. There is a very specific method of killing them, which involves attacking a specific spot on the back of the neck, um, where the you know in around the vertebrae. Yeah, you would you would almost assume like you kind of sever the spinal cord, and it, they they drop dead. But it's but. only this specific area. Like, yeah. you can sever the spinal cord lower or higher. You can stab them in the brain. You, we've seen episodes, yeah, we, we've seen episodes where they, their heads are getting blown off, but they grow back and just keep coming. Yeah, it's, so, uh, they're very, very, and they're drawn very creepy. Like, their faces are all in these weird and contorted and sometimes dumbfounded looks. Yeah. And they're just super yeah, they, creepy, almost, hollow eyes. Yeah, they, they just come off as like, almost like drunk children. 
that just shamble around and just, you know, grabbing any human they can to just eat them for no reason. Um, they give off an extreme heat. So, like, it's almost yeah. like they, it's whenever they're walking around or whatever and they, like, grab a hold of something that might, uh, you know, like, might be alive or whatever, that, like, you see steam rising because they give off such heat. Like, right. you know, if they if they grab a tree or something like that, the water evaporating from the, you know, from within yeah. the, you know, within the trees, yeah. leaves or, um, you know, its branches or whatever. Um, they're just very different from humans right while looking very much the same yeah and one of the one of the great aspects even though the the technology of the setting of this world is very low tech their main weapon against the titans are fairly high tech so what and this is the swerve gear we mentioned earlier right um it is a combination grappling propulsion system that uses compressed gas to move you around, and it is triggered by these dual swords that you have that have like cables that run to these big long packs. They almost look like missile silos on the right, side of you, right. where you have replaceable blades for your swords because apparently cutting through these titans in their extreme heat dulls your blades, so right. you have to replace them yeah. every so often. And there's triggers on these uh, these guns that allow or these these uh, sword handles uh, that allow you to like adjust. The way you move the, mer- uh, the the swerve gear, uh, how you fire the grappling hooks, and basically it's kind of like Spider Man swinging through the city when you use this thing. Yeah, it's actually really kind of neat. I like the the fight scenes are very kinetic with the the forces that are utilizing the swerve gear and how they're running across rooftops and they'll jump and you'll see that the the dual grappling hooks shoot out and they and the camera. This disembodied camera that follows them through the cityscape, it's it makes for a really fairly exciting action sequences because they're always running and jumping and and swinging and getting pro- like propelled forward by like this grappling hook system, so it makes the uh, action sequences actually uh, pretty pretty good. And in the intro is one of my favorite favorite action sequences and. You know, if we can find a screen capture of this or something somewhere, we'll totally get it up there. Right. But it's just a whole bunch of these people in a, you know, in the swerve the, gear. The, the, the Survey Corps, aren't they? Yeah, the Survey them? Corps, absolutely. They are coming up and they just, all of a sudden, they, they appear cresting over the rooftops of buildings. Right. And there's just hundreds of them. They have their swords in hand, menacing looks on their faces, and it's just just awesome. It's yeah. really, really good. Yeah, very, very almost almost ninja esque, but it's actually really yeah. well done and very rhythmic editing on the uh, opening sequence as well. And so we're talking about the monsters. We're talking about their weapons. So let's maybe go into the go into the main cast here. So our main cast uh, consists of um, three uh, younger characters that are part of the first attack since they've built the walls, which we haven't mentioned the walls yet, but basically they they created a whole bunch of walls and created this gigantic city-state behind these walls. But our, our main cast, three young young children, they, I think they're probably 13 when the when the series starts, okay, yeah. and then they get, uh, it's 16, like we're talking like an episode in, like, this happens very quickly, right. so we're not spoiling it too much. Aaron... Is kind of the main character. Mikasa is somewhat of his... It's kind of like his illegitimate sister. Yeah. Um, and then Armin, who's kind of like the really terrified brainiac. 
um, who is lacks a lot of confidence, but just but when he, he comes into his own and he becomes like pretty much a respect. I can see him becoming a respected member of the group here early on. Yeah, yeah, and and um, he's just he's a very he's a natural born strategist. These are our three main characters. Mikasa is sort of a spunky female character, um, sort of like the preeminent soldier. She is talented at everything she does. Right. She's naturally skilled. Um, you ask her to do something, she can do it. Uh, she is a natural with the swerve gear, which is a, a lot of people don't even make it yeah. um, through the trials right. to actually wear the swerve gear to fight. Right. Um, she's just a, an absolute natural with it. Armin is a natural strategist. Um, he really pushes himself when he when he feels like he's going to fail his friends. So um, you'll see a lot of that. And then Aaron, he wants to um, experience life beyond the wall. Um, and so this drives him to become part of the Survey Corps and to really go outside yeah. and fight. Yeah, and there's, a big, and there's a big reveal with the character of Armin, or Aaron, I'm sorry, that within the, within the first 10 episodes, you kind of learn, like, he, there's more to him that meets the eye to, to take it from, you know, Transformers, but they kind of, he has a certain talents and abilities that make him kind of a secret weapon for the humans. So, yeah, we can't recommend the series enough. It's actually really well done. Well, I think we're actually out of time. We are, we are done. And uh, this is our, this is the Micro Show uh, Episode 8, Attack on Titan Review. Uh, definitely check it out, fans of anime. Visit us on randomdistribution.com. Check us out on all the social media jazz, Google+, Facebook, Tumblr. So drop us a line at distro1 at randomdistribution.com. That's it. We're out. And we're done. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye.